Welcome everyone to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for everything horror. Now here's your hosts, Justin and Brandon. Take it away, boys. Hello everybody and welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for just about everything that is horror. And we are your hosts. My name is Justin. And my name is Brandon. Hello. Hello. Bush. Apple. Yeah, actually, <laughs> um, I'm getting real trashy, quite trashy. Um, short story: I actually tried some of these at a bar the other or last weekend for a coworker's last day. Hmm. They're like, "Yeah, it's two dollars a can," and I'm like, "My curiosity, since the first time I saw it, I was like, yeah, I'm okay, sure, it's worth and two so bucks. I, yeah, I'll give it a shot. I'd I'd buy that for a dollar." Hmm. Or two. Or two. And um, I don't know if it was like the seven beers I had before that. And I'm like, oh, yeah, these are not <laughs> bad. And then I, I bought a, a six or a tall boys and kind of in the middle there where it's like, yeah. okay, it's not the what I remember, but it's <laughs> still pretty decent. They're they're drinkable. So here we are. Speaking of drinkable, we are diving into one of my personal favorites uh, with this one. Mm-hmm. I am a huge Tarantino fan and a As big time yeah, and a big time <laughs> champion of this movie, even though mm-hmm. it's probably his least well received ever. I had this conversation at work. I was yeah. talking to I was talking to my uh, one of the supervisors. I was like, "Hey, have you seen Death Proof?" Yeah, I started to watch it, but uh, it wasn't really that good. And then this morning I came in because I hadn't seen it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that and I I regret that now well good i mean i was gonna ask because i mean back in 07 i went to grindhouse we'll get Mm -hmm. into the whole shebang later but i saw this and planet terror double bill in theaters back in 07 and it's amazing like that was seven years before i met you so that sucks because i would have went i I love the vibe of the movie i still need to watch planet terror like i watched the trailer kind mm-hmm. of thing for it. Um, like when you turn it on and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, this doesn't look as bad. Like when you told me it was the lesser of the two yeah. and it was kind of over the top ish, this and that. And I'm watching, I'm like, this actually looks kind of rad. It definitely has its awesome parts. And I think when you're, when you're in the theater and you have that atmosphere of all your, <sighs> bros hanging out and you know it was 2007 so i was just out of high school right and it's like you know awesome cool explosions and nut grabby squirty shit and it's just nasty and fun (laughs) it's awesome but as time has gone on like i've tried to watch planet terror again and it's like it's fine it's fine i i really love death proof i actually really did too i wasn't expecting the dual story aspect of it Mm -hmm. um but like watching that movie i'm like this like maybe it's just the kurt russell and he's amazing yeah he really is but stuntman mike is a new personal favorite of mine yeah yeah Yeah, i mean (laughs) we'll we'll get into it when we talk the movie but yeah yeah. i mean he obviously makes it well yeah the women of the piece are incredible as well rosario is as amazing as rosario always is actually even in that that sequence there i think zoe bell was my favorite 
Yeah. And she did a good job too. This she was like her job. first time acting. Yeah, that's what I mean because like I looked it up and you know she is a, a New Zealand stunt woman or mm-hmm. I believe it did say New Zealand because there's a little thing about yeah, she's Kiwis and Aussies yeah. <laughs> is what they well, said. Well, and but she's she's Uma Thurman's stunt double from Kill Bill. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. But no, like I just I wouldn't necessarily say the quirkiness of it, but just the the raring to go like when she flips off the car and gets up fine. <laughs> you know, and then goes and grabs the bard, like, not mm-hmm. to talk about that too much already, but, like, I just, I, yeah, I think that she was my favorite character. Yeah, she's of, definitely of, a highlight. Yeah, and, I mean, it's hard to go against Rosario. She's great in everything she does, but, yeah. you know, I think that if I'd had to pick one, that that would have been my favorite. Fair enough. Uh, for those that haven't seen it, what you doing? Go watch it. It's on, it's for free on Voodoo, I think, with Yes, ads. you can watch it with ads. Um, you can purchase it for, because I think it was like $5 the day before, and mm. now it's back up to 13 But you can watch it for free with ads. What I would recommend doing is I, when we first talked about this, I went mm-hmm. on to Best Buy, and I bought the, the Grindhouse Blu-ray mm-hmm. to where it has Planet, it has the, the ads, Planet Terror, the ads, and then death proof yeah. and then it ending like that's i didn't get to watch it like that because i didn't have the time and mm-hmm. i it sucks but next time i watch it i'll definitely watch it all the way through but i i would definitely recommend if you have the, instead of spending 13 dollars to buy it i would definitely buy just the pack yeah it's definitely worth it though i will say that if you buy it individually because when this first was released on dvd they released them separately it wasn't okay, a together yeah. thing. Right. The separate version is longer. It's by longer. a little bit. Um, oh. You actually see the lap dance for Stuntman Mike. Oh, okay. So that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And I think the... I uh, in, would almost... I should... I'm going to add it to my wish list. I'll keep an eye out because I will, I will buy it when it goes back on sale. Yeah. <laughs> Just to have the full version. Uh, two separate sets of voluptuous women are stalked at different times by a scarred stuntman who uses his death-proof cars to execute his murderous plans. And these eight women are about to meet one diabolical man. Ooh, <laughs> I like that. <laughs> We're laughing. <laughs> Everyone dies, but it's fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Directed and written by Quentin Tarantino, starring Kurt Russell, Rosario Dawson, Vanessa Ferlito, so I'm going to say that, Jordan Ladd, Rose McGowan, Sidney Portier, Tracy Toms, Mary Elizabeth Winstead, Zoe Bell, and several others, including Eli Roth, very briefly. Yeah, yeah. and even with the um, Winstead, you said, is it Mary Elizabeth? Mm-hmm. Like, I almost didn't recognize her at first yeah. when I saw it. And I was yeah, like, she's oh, got the long hair, her. and she's barely yeah. in it, really. Yeah. And they kind of ditch her with Farmer Chuck there and go have their adventure. Oh, uh, when I saw him walk up, and I'm like, oh, it's that guy. The, the, uh, guy from the fucking Adam Sandler movies. It's like, okay, there it is. <laughs> He's gross. Uh, this released April 6, 2007, as a double feature entitled Grindhouse. With a budget of thirty million and a box office of thirty point seven million, so it also, like I said, it did not do well. 
No. And I think part of it's the double feature. I mean, you have to commit to a three-hour-long, two-shot movie. They never released yeah. it in theaters individually. Oh, yeah. That's so. it, it could be a slog, but nowadays, movies are much longer. Um, yeah. I mean, fuck. They just did a four-hour Snyder Cut. Like, movies are... like. Fuck. Tra- are traditionally, like, not traditionally, but movies now, like, it, you don't bat an eye when you see a two hour, 20 minute runtime. Like, mm-hmm. you know, back in the day, kind of like how old songs, like all Creedence Clearwater revival songs, are all under three minutes, you know, for yeah. that radio time. And mm-hmm. movies for a long time, they would generally run around an hour and a half ish, give or take. Especially and horror. Yeah, and then you'd have your slogs. You'd be like, oh, fuck, Pearl Harbor's, what, two hours and 45 minutes or whatever? Mm-hmm. But and now... It feels like a chore, and Pearl Harbor's kind of sucks, so it is. But <laughs> I like Pearl Harbor. I'm on an island with that, but it is a terrible movie. Okay, but see, <laughs> I've never seen it. It's I, fine. It's fine. But so with these movies, like, three hours, it is a slog, but at the same time, like, this is so ridiculous and over the top that it's really not that bad. Yeah. It's like, so fun I, that you, aside from the need to pee, it it <laughs> it breezes through. It really does. And you have two separate stories, plus the trailers to keep you enthralled. Right. And, th- and even with that, like, I really wanted... So I know they made Machete. Yeah, Machete. that was a. For those that don't know, that was one of the trailers in between the movies that actually ended up becoming an actual movie with right. sequels. Yeah, Machete. Um, they. I wanted them to make. I, I want a movie for each of the trailers. Thanks Killing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? Or yeah, Thanksgiving? I would love that. Oh my god! Like I was. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And then, yeah, there you go. And then they do that. And then it shows, um, the, you know, the cheerleader on the trampoline mm-hmm. and then does, you know, that bottoms out. And you're brutal. like, oh, Fraggle Rock. And then <laughs> what looked like the people, you know, tied up as turkeys. I'm like, mm-hmm. I want to watch this kind of movie as bad yep. as that sounds. And then even, um, well, we got Machete. Yeah. I, I love Don't. Yeah. Don't, don't. If you don't. think, <laughs> don't. <laughs> yeah, and it almost sounded like Roger Jackson, almost. Um, Could be. I mean, it, they got like big time directors doing those trailers. I mean, Nicolas well, Cage is in one of them, maybe two. I don't remember. Yeah, it's Fu Manchu. Like, mm-hmm. God damn it. Um, but I do, I do want to see the werewolf women of the SS. Mm-hmm. Like, that would it's be fun. A, I want to see that shit movie. <laughs> um, I really do. But yeah, it, it is a lot of fun. Uh, the story for Death Proof developed from Quentin Tarantino's fascination for the way stuntmen would death proof stunt cars so a driver could survive horrific uh, high speed crashes and collisions. Which leave it to Tarantino to make sure that every aspect of his movies are something that is like a deep cut Hollywood thing that is true. Mm hmm. In one way or another. Right. Uh, This inspired Tarantino to create a slasher film featuring a deranged stuntman who stalks and murders sexy young women with his death-proof car. Tarantino remembers, I realized I couldn't do a straight slasher film because with the exception of women in prison films, there is no other genre quite as rigid. 
And if you break that up, you aren't really doing it anymore. It's inorganic. So I realized, let me take the structure of a slasher film and just do what I do. My version is going to be fucked up and disjointed, but it seemingly uses the structure of a slasher film, hopefully Mm -hmm. against you. Hmm. Okay. I mean, this is, like I said, I'm a Tarantino fan, so this is totally like Tarantino's version of a horror film. Yeah. Which is why we're doing it here. Exactly. Uh, Of the car chases, Tarantino stated, CGI for car stunts doesn't make any sense to me. How is that supposed to be impressive? I don't think there have been any good car chases since I started making films in 92. To me, the last terrific car chase was in Terminator 2, and Final Destination 2 had a magnificent car action piece. In between that, not a lot. Every time a stunt happens, there's 12 cameras, and they use every angle for avid editing, but I don't feel it in my stomach. It's just action. Huh. Yeah. Uh, Death Proof Mark Tarantino's first credit as a cinematographer. Ooh. I mean, if you ever listen to Tarantino talk, I just finished uh, listening to a podcast that was an interview with him right as... uh, Was it on Rogan? No, it was... um, Because I saw he was on there. I think somewhat recently. I'm not sure. Might have to check that out. No, it was Amy Nichols who did that Halloween Unleashed that I told you about like a year or so ago. Oh... I was gonna say, yeah, Halloween Unleashed. That's the name of my friend, uh, name of my buddy's podcast. Well, there you I go. think I know what you're talking. I think I know what you're yeah. talking about. But yeah. it was just like a four-part thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in an interview, Tarantino revealed that he cast Kurt Russell as the killer stunt driver because, quote, for people of my generation, he's a true hero. But now there's a whole audience out there that doesn't know what Kurt Russell can do. When I open the newspaper and see an ad that says Kurt Russell in Dreamer or Kurt Russell in Miracle, I'm not disparaging these movies, but I'm thinking, when is Kurt Russell going to be a badass again? (laughs) Fair enough. Well, and he did a great job making him a badass again. I mean, of course, now he's Santa Claus, but... Right. Doing Death Proof, and then he did uh, Hateful Eight with him, and he's Mm -hmm. briefly in Hollywood. Like, he's, he's cool again. Yeah, I I really would like to revisit Hateful Eight. It's been a Should. long time, and I I I know I'll enjoy it. I just when I I know I wasn't really into it the first time I watched it, and that's just probably because whatever was going on around me, excuse yeah. me at the time. But it seems like I would be into that movie. I just need to. You have to give commit. It a proper and if, go. yeah, if you have the time, uh, there's an extended version on Netflix. Yes. Yeah like a four-part miniseries okay well i'm all about those like i love those movies Mm -hmm. like um whenever i think of the hateful eight i do think of inglorious bastards and a lot of those great one yeah one of the best openings in a movie ever (laughs) it really is yeah up there Uh, with x with x2 yeah i love that scene Uh, Death Proof uses various unconventional techniques to make the film appear more like those that were shown in Grindhouse theaters in the 1970s. Throughout the feature, the film was intentionally damaged to make it look like many of the exploitation films of the 70s, which were generally shipped around from theater to theater and usually ended up in bad shape. A notable example of one of the film's deliberate jump cuts is seen at the beginning when the title Quentin Tarantino's Thunderbolt is shown for a split second 
before abruptly being replaced by an insert with the title Death Proof, appearing in white lettering on a black background. Sorry, I was just (laughs) listening. (laughs) Uh, Exploitation films were commonly retitled, especially if they received bad press on initial release. Ooh. Like, you know what? Didn't do well. Let's just go ahead and call it something else. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. People are dumb and there's no internet, so why not? Yeah, might as well. You'd be like, you're going to get like, yeah, yeah, I could see how that would work. Be like, we're going to go watch this. Oh, it sucked. Let's call it something else. God damn it. I just watched this movie last week. (laughs) With a different title and it still sucks. Yeah, they took my money twice. (laughs) Sons of bitches. Hit you with my ring hand. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? I don't know what that's from, but it made me laugh. It's a Family Guy reference. They're Gregory Peck. Oh, okay. (laughs) That's what your voice sounded like. (laughs) (laughs) Pull over the car. Uh, Death Proof earned a score of 65% on Rotten Tomatoes based on 43 reviews with an average rating of 5.7 out of 10, which is criminal. (laughs) (laughs) It is criminal. Like, if you're going into that movie expecting more than what you're getting, then that's your fault. It literally advertises itself as that. Yeah. Like, it's Tarantino's slasher movie, and that's exactly yeah. what it is. And yeah. I think if you appreciate slashers, then you would appreciate this more. Right. I if agree. If you're not that. a horror person in the first place, it's just like, I mean, his movies are bloody and gross. But yeah, just standard. Yeah. I mean, that's just what he does, but mm-hmm. yeah. I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't know why. Aside from it being a double bill with Planet Terror, mm-hmm. I, I really wish this had been released on its own and gotten a better press. I agree with that, too. And I, that a part of me, that's kind of why I want to watch the single version of it. Because watching that movie, it didn't feel like it was very long. It was in like an hour and 40 minutes, but it was so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it's over before you know it. And I'm like, yeah. Damn could watch another sequence of this well let's do it right. the french magazine la cashier du cinema ranked death proof second best film of the year 2007 uh, empire gave the film four out of five stars in a mostly positive review describing the film as quote tarantino driving wildly under the influence and seriously entertaining <laughs> a couple fun facts and then we'll get into the thing Tarantino attempted to cast John Travolta, Willem Dafoe, John Malkovich, Mickey Rourke, Ron Perlman, Bruce Willis, Cal Penn, and Sylvester Stallone in Death Proof, but none of them were able to work due to prior commitments. Cal Penn? Guess so. (laughs) Okay. You had me at John Travolta. I could see him doing Mm. a little face-off-y style stuntman Mike. Like, I could see him pulling that off. I think Rourke would have been cool, too. Rourke this was right would, around him as wrestler and all that cool stuff. Right? I, yeah, I could see it do that. Um, I could see him doing the crazy, but mm-hmm. he's not. I I don't know. I, I don't find he's less him as, charming. Yeah, that's why I was I was going to use charismatic, <laughs> but yeah, less charming. Yeah. yeah, I don't see him walking up, looking like the Ram, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, trying to <laughs> trying to talk to people. It I could just see Marissa him being. Tomei. Well, yeah, it did, but she also knew the train wreck that she was dealing with. <laughs> sure. Uh, after being stunned by stuntwoman Zoe Bell, who worked as Uma Thurman's stunt double in Tarantino's Kill Bill, Tarantino wrote her in wrote her the leading female role, 
This was her first on-screen acting role. Awesome. And she, she would later it. be in uh, Hateful Eight. Briefly. Awesome. All and the more reason. She's also in uh, Hollywood too. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the jukebox named Amy, that's capital A-M, small I, pronounced Amy, is Quentin Tarantino's own. It was trucked to Austin to be used in the film in its very own rig. The list of songs on it was also handwritten by Tarantino. One of the songs is You Never Can Tell by Chuck Berry, the song that Mia and Vincent danced to in Pulp Fiction from 1994, and is the same jukebox as the one in the opening diner scene of Natural Born Killers, from 94 which was written by tarantino um i never seen natural born killers i i've heard it's good it's good i've heard i've heard two like it's real either you like it or you really don't like it so i've really been kind of i haven't watched it in the better part of 20 years but i mean i I remember it fondly the desire has never really been there like it's all good um, yeah, it's one of those classic like films back when I was in high school. That's like, oh, you better dare to watch this, and it's around uh, the time I watched Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction, like right, right, that big barrage of shit. <laughs> great shit, but great yeah. shit. Yeah. That true romance, I love that movie. That's one I haven't watched yet, and I want really. To. I think you, I, you'd like it. You'd I'm like sure it. Uh, it's the only Tarantino movie that takes place completely in chronological order and without flashbacks. Ooh. Okay. Uh, in the extended cut of the film, the word fuck is used 148 times. That's it? <laughs> That's it. That's, that doesn't seem like a lot for a Tarantino movie. No. Well, there's no Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> that would have tripled. Uh, the posters and DVD cover feature a 1967 Chevrolet Camaro, though this uh, car never actually appears in the movie. No, it doesn't. I'm trying to remember what kind of car it is in the first part when yeah, he's got um, when he's got Rose. Um, yeah, Rose in the front. But in that second sequence with that fucking Charger, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> it's so pretty. It's so fast. <laughs> you like a long time. Uh, yeah, that's that's my that's like my dream car until it gets smashed to shit. Yeah. <laughs> so let's get into the thing. Uh, it opens it. with our first set of girls having fun, planning their weekend, going to bars. It's Jungle Julia's birthday, who's mm-hmm. a local famous DJ with billboards all over the place. Everywhere, even right next to the bar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, one of her friends, Arlene, is set up by Julia to give a lap dance to any guy that buys her a drink and recites a poem that I didn't write down because I'm not going to recite it on air, but... Yeah, no, fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, no one does it until Mike, stuntman Mike, decides to creep out and and do it for her. So, and the thing I like about that, too, because when he he basically just breaks it down and, you know, you know it's spot on, being like, no, you look like you're upset because you were expecting to be... Mm-hmm. beaten down all night and not a single person has come up to you and you're yeah. a little bruised by that and when yeah. during that one i was like oh fucking zinged it dude yeah just I mean, zinged it 
he's brilliant and frightening in so many ways. And what I like about the opening is more so, I, th- I mean, and the same happens in the second part with the second group, but he really gives you a chance to get to know the girls. Yeah. And then it, it's such an interesting way of doing a horror movie in that your total main cast of the first half of the movie die. Uh. And brutally. Yes. And you have to get introduced to a whole new set of girls for the second half of the movie and still cheer them on at the end when they beat the shit out of them. Right. So, um, I was trying to look up to see real fast what the cars were used. So, Mm. in um, the first sequence with um, him and Rose, it was a 1971 Chevy Nova, Mm. which kind of makes sense now that I can see... I can see a picture of it. Um, I'm not as big into Chevys, so it does have... He drives a 69 Charger, which... If I could have any car, if I could have any car. <laughs> and then you're right with the 1970 Dodge Challenger, which is uh, the Vanishing Point car, mm-hmm. which I don't know if you had a fun fact, but it... It says that it was actually a 1971 Challenger modified to look like the car, um, complete with Magnum hood badges and all that kind of stuff. That's what it says on eBay, but... Yeah. Sounds right to me. What's that? That sounds right to me. Right. So they actually... This is a little off topic here, but not really. So they actually... I don't see a price... But it says that the um, that seventy one charger, um, the uh, the vanishing point charger, actually, oh, it does give a price. It said that it sold, it, it's in England and recently sold for eighty thousand dollars. That's change. That well, do that. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is like cars like that muscle cars classic muscle cars stuff like that you can buy and sell like those things can go up to 40 50 60 70 100 whatever thousand dollars depending on what's done to them Mm -hmm. so paying eighty thousand dollars for death proofs vanishing point car that is way better than I, i would have expected at least triple digits i'd probably say 120 minimum just because of the fact of what it was maybe if the movie had done i was gonna say given that it it wasn't a very popular movie it might not uh but yeah, but it's all and it's all banged up like it was in the movie too. So not horribly oh. bad, mm-hmm. but you're like, okay, this is pretty rad. Fairly screen accurate. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought you'd appreciate the similarities that I found in stuntman Mike stalking the girls, Michael Myers style. Yeah, he really does. It, it's it, super creepy. At least it mm-hmm. makes sense for stuntman Mike to know how to drive a car, but. <laughs> Maybe somebody gave him lessons. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. Um, why? But yeah, and they they kind of go into it a little bit more because it's like in the first sequence it does seem really okay. It's kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. But then when you get towards the end and into the next one, and then you see what actually goes into what he's doing, you're like, oh, that's a lot more sinister. But yeah, standing there creeping, um, driving up, stopping, watching, then driving off. And I'm like, yeah, it's very Myers-esque. Mm-hmm. I didn't pick up on that during that. Like, that didn't enter my mind. But I can 100% see why you said that. 
Well, that's what I, I think I love the first half of this more than the second half, as cool and triumphant as that them beating him to death is. The first half is so dark and creepy. Yeah. Because like you're saying, I mean, you don't really know what's going on in this movie for most of it. And right. the my best, we're not doing a scorecard, but like my best scare for this is when he is pulling out of the, the parking lot with Rose and asks her, are you going left You're or left right? Left or right, yeah. And, and she says right, and he's like, that's too uh, bad. And then the music changes, and it's like... The look on his face changes, and he's yeah. like, well, if you were going left, it would have been a little bit longer until you got scared. And I'm like, fuck, yeah. dude, okay. Like, it's giving me goose he's just thinking about I, it now. Like, it's my favorite too. part of the movie. Like, it's it so great. great. Uh, yeah, it is Rose great. does such an incredible job. I wish she, she you know, I mean, obviously yeah. some horrible things happened to her. Uh, yeah, um, uh, yeah, 100%. But yeah, she... I wish she had done more things. I, I, yeah, and I would, like, she was great in Scream. I, I'm yeah. looking forward to watching her in Death and uh, Planet Terror. Yeah. Um, but she gets yeah. a machine gun on her leg, and it's I know, awesome. that's kind of, I think, the reason why I initially <laughs> didn't really care to watch it. I'm like... <laughs> It's it was almost it's almost like the scene in Machete where um he mounts the machine gun to the front of his motorcycle and it's like stop. It's pretty much exactly that but on her leg. Yeah. yeah. Like you have or, to if you're going to watch like Death Proof is just a fun cool movie you can just watch and it's pretty down to earth but if you're mm-hmm. up for a wacky zany time with you know Bruce Willis and Quentin Tarantino getting some gross boils on their face and then having their nuts melt off of them. Oh. Okay. Watch, you know, Planet Terror. But okay. <laughs> be prepared. <laughs> I was I was already sold, but yeah, I, I I'm I'm I'll look forward to that. Yeah. The thing is too is the names that are in this movie. Yeah. In these movies, there's a lot of like I mean, you expect that like it's not like Robert Rodriguez or Quentin Tarantino or any slouch of names, mm-hmm. but like how fun that these movies are. You don't necessarily expect to see. A Bruce Willis, like you said, or mm. you know some of these other ones. Like when you're watching the trailer for Machete, and I see like a Jeff Fahey, yeah. or you know a Cheech Marin, like that makes sense. That fits that movie. Mm-hmm. But when you get like these big A listers in a in an exploitation film, it's just not as expected, in my opinion. And so well, that's the thing when you have a name like Tarantino and he's hot off of Kill Bill. You which you was got you got some huge pull. at the time. Yeah, I mean people were clamoring to be in his movies at that point but right they said this obviously didn't do nearly as well but it was still a important movie as far as i'm concerned i agree um so the car is death proof if you're the driver and you're in this specialty cage with a Mm -hmm. special harness that keeps you like locked and loaded into the driver's seat but if you're the passenger you're just kind of screwed because there's this pipe with a metal seat on it it looks no like a belt. fucking yeah it was like it's like an old tractor seat and then you're looking at it and you're like that looks like it would impale somebody mm-hmm. and it probably would but yeah. i mean the logic behind it is it's a stunt car yeah and, and he that's sells where, it yeah and he does and it's true too and that's like the be- the beauty of tarantino is like all of the things he's saying are true it's not a bunch of horse shit in a movie, you would mount a camera in there. That's where the camera would go if you wanted yeah. an inside shot of the car as it crashed. So right. it didn't need 
seatbelts and shit. And I also like when he's... She's like, you didn't say you didn't have a front seat when you offered to give me a ride. And he's like, technically, I didn't offer. You asked. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and <laughs> that and is a good yes. point. When, when he said that, like, it even goes up to the point to where they're sitting at the bar. And, you know, he's like, you know, when I'm done eating these nachos and if you're ready to go when I'm ready to go, then we will do that. Like, he never once makes it seem like he's there for that reason. And well, so, and I like, think because he's not. Like, he's there for the group of girls, and Rose is, like, a consolation prize. Right, I get that. But, like, it just it, it feeds into the whole ability to not, like, oh, he's harmless. Yeah. You know, he'll give me a It right. doesn't tip the hat that he's some horrible psycho that's trying right. to kill people with his car. I know, and those, I mean, those nachos look delicious, even though he was eating mm-hmm. them like a fucking psychopath. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, this isn't an ASMR podcast, but, oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as soon as shit goes sideways, Rose is freaking out, as you would, and is mm-hmm. trying to get out, and he just slams on the brakes. Face checks are right into the dash. Mm-hmm. Oh. And windshield. Yeah. You hear that smash and crack a little bit. Well, that, and you see there's like a tooth right there on her, mm-hmm. right above her lip, and it's like, oh, fuck, man. Um, I did, I so I did look something up real quick. So there has been, um, and it looks to be an article on sci-fi that is actually not even three weeks old, and somebody had asked if there was going to be a Kill Bill 3. And, and the article says it's this is all hypothetical, of course. Tarantino hasn't committed to doing a third Kill Bill movie and has previously said that he only wants to do 10 films before retiring. The two-time Oscar winner has currently nine mm-hmm. films under his belt, although one could argue that Kill Bill 3 could be that third act of one epic film. So, I mean, it hasn't closed the door on it, it doesn't sound like, but I would definitely be curious. There's a lot more to that article um, I could see it though. Well, he was also rumored to do supposed to be doing Star Trek. That's been canceled. That, oh, it was canceled. Okay, because yeah, that was mm-hmm. a. But that was. Go ahead. The thing he's the the line is he's doing ten, and Hollywood mm-hmm. was his ninth. And once oh, he's done his ten, he is retiring, and you know he'll probably still do other things. He just wrote a book that uh, is a story inside the universe of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which I own. Really? Uh, haven't read it yet because I don't read much, but I have it. <laughs> just like just like me buying the ta- uh, Taking Shape books, I've cracked the first book and skimmed it. But or even like mm-hmm. my last book on the left that I have over here that I found in the garage, still haven't read it. All right, uh, let's move on to more stuff. So then we get to the big car crash. Um, kind of the money shot of the movie. It's you know, it's super brutal. It really is. Like I watched that movie. Like when I watched that the first time I saw it, I was like, ah, oh, mm-hmm. fuck, what? And I mean, the one like I felt like 
really bad. You know, Jungle Julie had her leg outside the window. I mean, everybody knows Tarantino's got a foot fetish. And it is very prominent in the first part of this movie. Like, it is huge. But the way that everybody dies in this car, you're like, Jesus Christ, Julia, leg gone. Um, I'm trying, what would you say her name was uh, in the beginning, Arlene? When she's in the back seat and she gets the tire on the face. Oh, uh... Shauna? Um, Shanna? Yeah. It's Shanna Banana. Shanna. Shanna. Yeah, because that's one of the... I Like, that line is always in my head where she's like, it's Shanna Banana, not Shauna Banana. Right. And the first time I heard that, I was like, oh, okay. That's a that's a way to say it. Um, yeah, so... In Death Proof, it... Her name... Which one is it? So... Arlene, yeah, the Vanessa Fertil, she's the one that was doing the lap dances. Um, Shanna was Jordan last. She was the blonde girl in the back playing the drums who's yeah. just kind of like just chilling. Mm-hmm. She got fucking launched mm-hmm. like out of the car, but like Arlene's sitting in the back and like her head just goes back and the wheels are spinning over her face. Almost like, oh. Well, that's one <laughs> of the cool thing about that is, I mean, it's really like the only big kill, except it's the only kill really, except for Mike at the mm-hmm. end. And they really let you live all of it. I mean, they give you a shot of how every single person in that car died. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, boom, boom, just different angles. And it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's impressive. <laughs> yeah. The one's leg just flies off. and Yeah, just right there. The... And you can see the, like, the limb. Ugh. Like, we're, ugh. But it's awesome. Yeah, it is awesome. Uh, so they all die obviously because it's a horrible crash and he's hospitalized with minor cuts and breaks and the the cops are actually from kill bill and i believe they're also in from dust till dawn that'd be a nice little connection there um i do i didn't realize it because when i was watching this movie and i watched the credits and Mm. i'm in the beginning it tells you that sydney poitier is in there and I'm yeah. waiting to see the actor not mm. realizing that his daughter has the same name as him. It's just spelt different. Like the drink, only not <laughs> spelt the same. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, when I read that I was like, wait a second and then I went, Oh okay. That makes Yeah, that's sense. not Sydney Poitier. <laughs> Close. Close. There is relation. Yeah. Uh, so 14 months pass by, and Mike has moved and set his sights on a new set of girls, and we see him taking creepy shots of them as uh, yeah. Zoe has made it to the airport, and they're all skipping and hopping to the car. Which kind of leads into the into the end, like towards the end of the last sequence where he, you know, folds his visor down and pulls down like the snapshots that he has of the girls as he puts them mm-hmm. out the window, like. He de- it's a definitely a deliberate process that he yeah. goes through with finding these. Um, so one of the things that I like the most about this scene is when they get to the diner and they're all sitting around the table and they're all talking. As it does the 360 pans, 
mm-hmm. around the table and then you see Kurt Russell sitting at the bar because as soon as it started to pan around and I'm like, okay, where's he at? Where's he at? Which one is it him? And then you look over and he's just kind of looking back and I'm like, oh, fuck, <laughs> there he is. Mm-hmm. God damn it, there he is. Like, not very crafty, but When well, it's a very, crafty. like, old school Reservoir Dogs kind of pan around the table like they mm-hmm. did in the, the beginning of that movie with all of them eating breakfast. Yeah. Which was nice, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, it, like I said, it's Tarantino. He thinks out every single bit of his movies, which is yeah. why I have a hard time criticizing any of them, even when I don't like them as much. Well, yeah, like the the fact of like what you're saying, the cops from these movies are potentially, the, or you said they are the cops in other yeah. movies. Like the Tarantino-verse is... Like it's a known thing, but I feel like it doesn't necessarily get the props that it should. Like we well, talk it's so about subtle. I mean, you yeah. have to almost be looking for it to notice it. But the the point of it is, is that everything, all of his movies are in the same universe, mm-hmm. except for some of them that are like Kill Bill, which are the movies that the people in those universes or in that universe would watch. Right. Um. And yeah, I I. In the in that same fashion, like I may not be the biggest fans of that movie, but the mm-hmm. fact of like all everything that goes into them, it's crazy. Been doing it for a very very long time, yeah. And the fact that there's potentially only one more movie left that he will do, it's kind of sad. End of an era. It is. I I keep kind of like I mean Hollywood didn't come out all that long ago, so there's a chance there's still quite a ways until that actually happens. Mm-hmm. But just knowing that, oh, shit, we're, like, one away from it being over is very depressing to me. Well, and who knows? He could always have a change of heart. Um, at, like, when we were, before we started recording, and I was talking about how dialogue-wise is very similar to Kevin Smith and his movies. And mm-hmm. he was talking about being like, this is the last movie I'm ever going to do, and I'm done making movies. And then it made another movie, and now he's in the process of doing Clerks 3. Yeah, and then talking that. about doing Mall Rats too, mm-hmm. and just all these other movies. It's almost I don't know if like that. There's a rekindle there that I made him be like he I'm, finally was able to break through and get shit made. But right. Tarantino, like, like I, he doesn't have that problem. It's Tarantino. Yeah, it's, yeah Tarantino <laughs> says I want to make something. They go, okay, you want to do a Star Trek? Here you go. Here, yeah, give it a try. It didn't work out, thankfully, right. but. Could you imagine just sitting there (laughs) watching Star Trek, but in the vibe of like Reservoir Dogs or like listening Mm -hmm. to Steve Buscemi, you know, in a red shirt going back and forth with, say, Michael Madsen? It's like, well, when did you become Starfleet? (laughs) Like, what the fuck? A long time ago. (laughs) You know, like, uh, if it was in an alternate universe where, like, you said with Kill Bill being these movies that they watch in the universe like could you mm-hmm. like like i could see the star trek being that in uh, you know that kill bill-esque in the universe of you know them watching it yeah. that makes it kind of exciting exploitation star trek <laughs> that'd be great everyone <laughs> yeah, well, blows up at the end it would i would watch bloody that mess of stars <laughs> i would go see that opening day yeah oh yeah it's so great uh so zoe abernathy and kim all ditch lee to uh go play ship's mast on a 70 1970 vanishing point dodge challenger which is essentially you tie belts to the doors mm-hmm. and hold on to them while you ride the hood of the car going as and, fast as possible yeah it's crazy 
this like, whole scene though like leading like once that happens and mike gets involved because mm-hmm. i mean like you're watching it and you, you know it's gonna happen yeah you just don't know when yeah. and it takes a little bit for that to come into effect and then you see him with the binoculars like all right this is where it's gonna start to get interesting right but good god does it flip quickly like well, they get chased also, where the, and the that, chase is tense oh yeah like you're like thing. oh my god Especially Zoe, you're with fucking... her on the hood of the car, it's like yes. holy shit, and that's actually her. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah. there's no, she's a stunt person, so there, there was no stunt double. And it's no. funny, there's a anecdote that uh, she tells in a documentary about Tarantino, where she's like, he had to keep telling me to let the camera see my face because she's always hiding it because she's a stunt double you, yeah. you know supposed to let him see your face yeah show and, the face <laughs> and he was like i can't use any of this you did great but i can't use any of it because i can't see your damn face <laughs> right that's so great but watching that like it's so tense and you're just like oh my god like that you know say what you will about your favorite scene but like mm-hmm. this whole on the hood point you know start to finish it's such a wild ride for lack of a better term mm-hmm. but like it really does like i was on the edge of my couch watching it being like jesus christ like i felt like the stakes were so real even though it's just oh, a movie it, i'm like oh my god it helps that there's a person flailing and screaming on the hood like if they were both in their cars it's like okay you know mm-hmm. it's it's still tense and scary but the fact that there's someone loosely yeah. hanging onto belts on the hood for the part of it only once those belts go out of the way you're like how is this person hood ornament they're like a hood ornament now where they're leaned over the front i'm like spider-manning it on the (laughs) yeah get back onto the hood please because i don't Mm -hmm. want you to get fucking wedged between i was waiting for some sort of fence impalement i was waiting for some sort of getting racked on like a fence somewhere i'm just like oh my god how is she gonna die and well, and that's what's so I think so cool about this movie, and we've teased it throughout. But the fact that that's not what happens, mm-hmm. like you think she might have died because they do crash, and Zoe goes ass over tea kettle into some bushes, and you don't know what happened, <laughs> and then she pops up and goes, "I'm fine." Yeah, yeah, the way she pops up and walks over to the car, and then she's just leaning in like nothing fucking happened. That yeah, was the she's moment. Like, what that- the fuck was that about? Yeah. <laughs> That was the part that sold me where I'm like, all right, I like you. And then they're like, you know, she's like, you know, they're telling her to get out. And she's like, oh, fuck you, bitch. I'm not getting out of the car. Yeah, so she kill gets, this they, bastard. Yeah, exactly. And that's and what, then, I love that delivery. Like Rosario doing that switch of like, okay, I'm going all in now. And this yeah. guy's got to die. Yeah. I love that she goes over, that Zoe goes over to grab She's looking at like kind of where the car crashes. She finds like that, like a big metal bar. Yeah, the pipe. And, yeah, the pipe. And I'm just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then when they finally, like, the the flip on this, like, you almost feel bad for Stuntman Mike, even though you know 100% you shouldn't. Yeah, because cause they pull out a gun and shoot him and get him in the winged. arm. And yeah, he's he gets, wailing in the car as he oh, pours booze on fucking it. Fucking crying, like, <laughs> ah, like you're this fucking stalker killer. You're the slasher of the film, and you're mm-hmm. being chased by three women, and you're sobbing, like, oh, leave me alone. I'm, you know, and then when 
they pull up on the side of him and he's like i'm sorry i'm sorry <laughs> like like it was just a joke i was just yeah. playing it's like nah, no though. <laughs> yeah were you and just keep ramming him and that whole like the fucking funniest part was like after his little sob story after getting fucking tailpiped the entire time mm-hmm. he you know, looks back. He's all fuck. He's like, they're gone. Ha <laughs> ha! It starts like, ha <laughs> Starts laughing like he's victorious, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you just see the car coming down the hill, and it's like, oh <laughs> my god! And I totally even went past the part too where they were talking the first time that he wheels off the road, mm-hmm. and then you know Zoe comes running up to the car with the fucking pipe and bashes out his windows, and then poking him through the window with it. And I'm like, beat his ass, beat his ass. And I'm like, fuck yeah. yeah. She was getting it that whole time. And I'm like, okay, this is great. That's why I'm like, I'm surprised this movie isn't more embraced by us slasher nerds because this is the ultimate final girl revenge. It is. Movie. Like, the, this, is, this the, is girl power, them ganging together to beat the shit out of this douchebag. Successfully. Big time. You know, and, you know, and then... When he they finally wreck, and it's hilarious because you know that he's just bullshitting. He like they're trying to pull him out of the car. He's like, "No, don't! My leg is broken." And blah blah blah. And they pull him up and stand him up, and he's standing there, and it's like, "Nice try, motherfucker!" <laughs> and then they pinball him back and forth with fists for like two Five and a half minutes. minutes. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. Awesome. Just like pop, 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 and I'm like, "All right." And then they do the record scratch as it like zooms in on him. Yeah, what I didn't expect. What like I was like when I saw pictures because I looked up Zoe when I looked up Zoe Bell I'm like I've never seen her before but she's like I like I said I was like she's awesome mm-hmm. and then I was like they showed a picture of her and she was doing some sort of like high kick thing and I'm and then right after that I, I you know, I'm looking up and then she roundhouses him like just mm-hmm. beautiful spin psh, knocks him on the ground what I didn't <laughs> expect was Rosario Dawson to fucking heel stomp his face in like pa axe handle style freezes on that and then we go into credits yeah i did not think that we would talk about this movie for almost an hour because like you said there's not a lot of substance but this is probably one of the the, this one has been a lot more fun yeah than a lot of them recently have been and Mm -hmm. so like i'm i just didn't want the fun in let's go (laughs) this movie's so great I'm glad you liked it so much. Like I say, it's one I, of those that I always try and champion because it's such a lesser known of the Tarantinos. Then it, it deserves its due because it's so much fun and great. It does. For slasher fans and just Tarantino fans, it has it all. Yeah. So if the you payoff is it, real. Go watch it, it. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. it. Like like Justin said earlier, it's free on Voodoo with ads. Ads suck, but like. I know, Justin, I know you prefer watching some of them with ads. You said, like, it'll give you time to catch up on notes. Sure. Um, but, yeah, there, there's no reason not to watch it. I I can't recommend enough to own it, buy it. I'll no. probably buy it because I was going to buy it vi- digitally because mm-hmm. my wife's been sick. And so she was in the living room. So I took my PlayStation to the bedroom because it's the only Blu-ray player I have right now. And I started to watch it, and then I'm like, God damn it, it's 8 o'clock, I still have an hour left. I'm like, this ain't going to work. And so I went to bring it into the living room last night when she was laying down yesterday, and then she comes out and sits on the living uh, out there with me, and I'm like, 
I have to watch this movie. I don't yeah. think you're going to want to watch it with me, so you have to pick one or the other. And so she actually finished watching it with me. She wasn't paying attention, but sure. I can't, yeah, I can't recommend this movie enough. Own it, rent it. It's on all, it's everywhere to rent. You can get it on, yeah. you know, iTunes, yeah, Amazon. It's on Prime somewhere. Yeah, it's on, yeah, you can rent it on Prime. You can even rent it on YouTube, but it's free with ads on voodoo and that's and i'm telling you it's worth it yeah and so yeah good stuff indeed all right that is it for the death proof our next episode the bonus attached to this episode will Mm -hmm. be announced right now uh it is our favorite horror directors without using carpenter and craven because we talk and, about them enough. And you talked yeah. about, and you added in Toby Hooper just to keep me from fucking saying to, <laughs> to Texas Chainsaw and all that. This was like, when we get into the next episode, this was a little tricky for me. I, I spent more time with this than I do my most of my bonus episodes. So hopefully we do it justice. Yeah. I mean, it'll probably still be pretty short as this was, but. Yeah. It'll get us talking about some, uh, you know lesser not necessarily lesser known but not as sung heroes on our show because we always talk about carpenter and craven yeah we talk about the heavy hitters the one thing that we we um we ask is uh please try not to judge us too harshly we're we're fans of the genre we love it but we're not like super nerds like we we're not as versed as i'm sure a lot of you are that are listening mm-hmm. when we we name off our list and you're like why is dario argento not on your list or you know was it mario belva a lot of these names that are not going to be on our lists try not to you know come at us too hard when it's <laughs> yeah, like wow that's a us. real that's a real noobist list which it will be, but yeah, it is. Yeah. But we'll still have fun with it. Tough beans. Yep, it's our show. You don't like it? Start your own and <laughs> still listen to us. There you go. <laughs> and don't so, steal any of our audience. Send yeah. Them over to us. Yep. All right. Yep. yep. Let's get so us out it. of here. Alrighty. So as always, we want to thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I know we enjoyed recording it. Um, you can find us on all the social medias, um, Podgore Podcast on Facebook. We got a group, we got a page. There are no shortage of ways to get a hold of us. Um, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter, gore underscore pod. Our email is podgore at gmail.com. Send us an email. If you have not yet, please rate, like, review, share, spread the good word, tell a friend. We're awesome. Just give us a chance. Sure. Tell them that. Chuss. Yeah. <laughs> and so we appreciate you guys hanging out with us, like we said. And Definitely. we will see you guys again next week uh, when we talk about some non-mainstream horror directors. Well, they'll be mainstream-esque, but they're not going to be your not heavy hitters. Like for us. Right. So we will see you guys next week. I've been Brandon. And I've been Justin. And we'll see you guys later. Bye. Bye.